Tony Moore, thanks for joining me. I'm really so sorry for your loss. Your mom, tell me about your mom. Well, my mom was my foundation, my inspiration. And um, I realized as I look back over my life that from the very beginning, she was there for me every step of the way, encouraging me to do the thing that I love, which was to make music. And I've had a blessed life. You know, I left home quite young, about 17, I moved to London. And I've made music and I've toured and I've recorded and I've been all over the place. And never once did she say, oh, Anthony, you are neglecting me. You should come home and see me. You know, she only ever said, you're doing wonderfully well. And when we saw each other, it was fantastic. So I can't tell you how much of an amazing foundation it is when you have a parent or two parents that believe in you, that support you and that encourage you. And And I know that's for some people, it's quite rare. I know that some people aren't always encouraged in life. So I encourage parents to encourage their kids and just be behind them all the way. Whatever they want to do, right? Give them the um, the belief they can do it. Yeah, even if it's kind of crazy, right? <laughs> Absolutely. We need kind of crazy, right? Sometimes we come along, we sprinkle a little extra fun into the world for everybody else. And that has to be encouraged. It does. It does. Tony, uh, you're in the green room at the Bedford, right? How's the bed for doing? You guys doing all right? Yeah, we're doing great. You know, it's um, partly because the venue itself is in a very busy pub and it's always very successful. But the venue itself is primarily a kind of cabaret seated venue. So even back in the days when things were crazy around the world and everyone had to be a meter or two away from each other, it actually didn't affect our seating plans very much. It diminished our capacity a little bit, but we could still do shows. So we were one of the first venues to be able to open up and start doing shows. And we haven't really stopped since then. And it's been a great success. The Bedford is a much loved venue in the UK and around the world. And we're doing our bit being a a platform for the next generation of great music. Well, you do seem to champion that next generation quite a bit. That's one of the reasons we got to meet you, actually, right, from Alona. Now, had your mom been able to get to the Bedford? Had she seen what you were doing there? Yes. Now, there's there's two things to this, right? One is that she lived in Bristol, which is about two hours away from London. So in 1998, when I was first doing shows, and I had a venue called the Cashmere Club, I started streaming shows on the internet so she could watch them and be a part of it. And she used to run the online chat rooms and her screen name was Tony's Mum. So there are thousands of people around the world who know her as Tony's Mum, because she was like the mum to everyone. So over the years, I've been streaming shows from every venue that I've been running and curating and playing at. And at the Bedfords, this has been 19 years now. She was not only a part of it digitally, but she used to come and visit. And then in the last six years, she moved to London. I brought her to London and she used to come every month or two. And she'd sit at the back and have a plate of chips or French fries, as you call them over there, and watch the show. And I'd say, Tony's mum's in the house and she'd get a big round of applause. And so she knew the Bedford very, very, very well. That's awesome. I will say, Tony, that they always taste better when they're called chips. <laughs> That's true, isn't it? <laughs> Talking with, with Tony Moore, Tony's written a beautiful song uh, dedicated to his mom. We're going to talk about that in a second. But Tony, I noticed you posted a new song on Facebook. Yes, I called uh, It's All Love. Yeah. Tell me about that song. That's a beautiful song. I have spurts of creativity, so I might not write anything for six months and I don't worry about it. It's fine. I've I've got plenty of songs, but every now and then I can't stop them coming out. I've written about seven in the last two weeks. And this one, I just happened to be in my digital studio. So if people go to the Facebook page or or YouTube, you can see the video. 
I'm going to give away a trade secret now. It's actually in the shed in my mum's garden. It's not a real piano, but I'm very good at overlaying images to make it look like I'm in a white room playing a white grand piano. So the song is really a little bit about me. I I thought I'd write a song about me because I was thinking about how, even though I have a very simple life in many respects, I just make music and do fun things. It's very hard for me to slip out of the crazy world into a slightly more normal world. And, And for all of us, actually, that have this whole life that goes on, people don't see, they just see the facade and they take you as that, right? But the truth is, whatever there's up there, whether there's a deity or whether there's a universal force or a spiritual energy, to me, is just all love. And so that's the point of the song. And I highly recommend you go check it out on either his YouTube or Facebook page there. Tony Moore, I Cry For You. That's a beautiful song. Tell me about this song and how it came to be. So the beginning of 2020, my mum was in hospital for about five weeks. And there's something happens to people when they come out of hospital after a long stay. They change, especially older in life. And I found this from lots of people I've talked to about it. But she kind of had the dementia switch suddenly turn on. So when she came home, she became bedridden. She kind of started living in this little goldfish bowl life of just remembering a few things. So the lockdown in a weird, weird way was actually a blessing in disguise for me because I got to spend the best part of a year and a half to two years living with my mum and being her primary carer and telling her every single day that she's the best mum in the world, how beautiful she is and how much I love her. And I wouldn't swap that for the world. However, in the first lockdown in 2020, one night I came back from the aforementioned shed where I've been doing a stream. And as I came into the room where she was in her bed, she went, oh, you look very much like my son, you know. And I said, well, I am your son, mum. And she went, you know, he plays piano as well. And in that moment, my heart was broken because there's nothing more cruel than to lose a family member before they've gone. And for someone to not know who you are after sharing this much love. So I went into the shed and I grieved all night. And at the end of it, I wanted to write a song for her. So I wrote this song and I have cameras all around the house. So I had to keep an eye on her and make sure she's safe when I'm not there. So that's what the opening line's about, right? I can see her, but she doesn't know that I can see her. And every night I'm keeping an eye on her to make sure she's safe. And I wanted to create a production that was grand and epic and reflected the depth of how much beautiful love we have between us. And in the back of my head, I was thinking Phil Spector meets Scott Walker meets the Beach Boys. <laughs> but I never released it because it was it was a bit painful, but she was still with me. And to be honest, the dementia came and went. So most of the time she knew who I was or she needed to remember him. I'm your son. Oh, yes, of course you are. Yes, yes, Anthony, of course. Right. But... When she died at the end of July this year, I created this collage of pictures and put the song to it. And suddenly it all seemed to make sense. And I just I wanted to share her little journey because she had a beautiful journey in her life. She was an amazing soul. And I thought through music, I can share this with people around the world. Tony, I didn't think you could make me cry more than that song. Thank you so much for sharing that. Uh, Yeah, I mean, all of us get touched at times with such deep tragedies in our lives and so I realized with this song also that many people related to it and for them maybe I can be a voice to take us on a journey and if we shed a tear along the way that's a good thing right well Tony thank you so much and much love to you brother 
Thank you for the support, Chris. You know, I love the station. I love what you do. And I love your passion to help new music be heard. And it's a rare thing that you do. So I'm grateful to be a part of, uh, of what you do. Thank you.